Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 206 on this June the 16th of 2021. How's everyone doing out there? I hope you're doing fine. Okay. Well, we've got an exciting week of news. It never stops, as we always say. And with us as normal, we have Mr. Patrick Connor joining us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? I'm great. It's a lovely sunny day here coming to you on battery power. And now that we've had this uh, uh, power wall for a while, uh, it's fine-tuned. It used to charge up to 100% and then drain to wherever. And now it, it knows how much it's going to use during our peak hours. And so it's only charging to about 75 or 80% and then finishing at like 40%. So uh, their their software is getting smarter, and as it collects more data, it behaves better, and that's going to extend the life, and it's just all good, all good stuff. Fantastic, cool stuff. Patrick's got so much extra power; he lets that lightsaber behind him burn day and night. <laughs> Gives him a little extra heat too, I'm sure. <laughs> High efficiency LEDs, they're fine. <laughs> also joining us, as per usual, Mr. Casey Green from the DC area. How are you today, sir? My power wall is no longer located nine feet below me. It is uh, is now nine hours away. <laughs> <laughs> it has been shipped. Not uh, yet no, installed. I, I delivered it. Uh, it. It's on. It's on a schedule to get installed. Uh, we'll see cool. what happens with it. Yeah. Uh, my dad's house with his solar because I didn't want to put it on my house with the tenant. It's like they're not going to appreciate mm. this. Right. <laughs> Very good. Well, at least they'll be put to good use at some point yes. shortly. That would be that would be great. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, let's uh, let's start with the big uh, elephant in the room. And of course, that is Plaid. Um, Plaid, baby. We, of course, had a, the, day. Uh, the, the reveal just last, uh, last week. And um, we, of course, uh, followed that live. A ton of news, but more information came out uh, through the week, which was certainly expected because... Elon tends not to touch on everything on stage. He just touches on the points uh, that uh, he wanted to, or if he was frazzled, he goes a little quickly. But uh, this particular pr presentation, he seemed to hit the high points. But um, some of the things that uh, we noticed uh, just after the presentation are things like uh, that cool new badge uh, that has uh, been placed on the back of the Model S Plaid, which of course is a representation of an actual, I guess it's uh, of you going through the plaid square. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I uh, it looks cool, but as an owner, I don't want that. I like the uh, old one, the one that said plaid. That other one, the new one, looks like it'd be pain to keep clean, even with a toothbrush. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a pain to keep clean. That's why you don't like it. <laughs> it also looks like so like it is only that works what you're on... saying? Yeah, and also only works on a couple colors. Hmm. I don't so, know. Uh, I think it's. I, I think it's kind of cool. I, yeah, I like it, that it's a, a non-representation of uh, you know the, the words. It's just it's it's a symbol. It's a graphic. They don't have to um, translate which, it into five languages. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. There won't be a Chinese equivalent. That's for sure. It's just going to be it uh, been... as it is. It could have been a plate that was painted. I'm sure there will be aftermarket options. If if that's the only thing stopping you from getting your plaid vehicle, that you can spend the extra five dollars. Yeah, if you can, if you can afford <laughs> yeah, the hundred and thirty plus, then you can also <laughs> buy a five dollar badge to put on it. That's whatever style you like. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I'm still I'm still a little salty how much more power it has than my P100D, and like I need two more years. I can do anything with the one I've got. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. welcome to Tesla. I mean, as you know, yeah, they do I not know. stop innovating. And that uh, <laughs> you, if you find something you like, buy it. And just know that a year from now, it will be obsolete. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's not exactly the right term. Mine uh, was obsolete before it got off the truck. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, I bought an Autopilot 1 vehicle uh, a month before Autopilot 2 came out. And I'm like, oh, come on. Right, but give me a month. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so don't don't bad job a little sleeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be a big shocker to folks. Uh, speaking it looks of the exactly plaid, like the long range because we saw Elon on 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 uh, on stage and it didn't have the red calipers. 
Right. Yeah. So externally, there's not a lot of, uh, unless they look over and see the yoke or some other stuff. Right. <laughs> I, I want to yeah, see Casey's this. Right there. There's a lot of nooks and crannies to clean on this thing. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. It does go well on the black, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it would go on red. Well, also. Red and white would probably be all right as well. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. If they ever brought back silver. Yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. I don't know about the gray. It wouldn't be so, so cool in the gray. What about the jacket with that logo on the back that Elon was wearing? That was unique. Yeah. I, I looked in, on Tesla's store, and they're not selling it yet. No. <laughs> I think it would be just a little bit cooler if they went with a slightly taller aspect ratio. Because like right now, the only square you get is the one in the middle. Everything else is like a chop. Hmm. Should have been a solid... Yeah, ex exactly, Hockey Day. Should have been a solid badge with a picture of the plaid. <laughs> or John, Can John Candy... Uh, with his uh, dog face. <laughs> Is that barf? Yes, a picture of barf. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, exactly. Right. And then, um, so what, what else uh, surprising? Um, another thing that uh, was surprising was um, the, uh, the yoke steering wheel, of course. It was on all vehicles that were sold that night, uh, the 20 plus some that were given out. The yoke uh, style square steering wheel. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not a what, yoke. <laughs> but what, 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 what was what's surprising was that uh, some of the people, of course, that were able to get into the car because they did have a couple of test models that if you were at the event, you could get into and play with the UI as well as uh, uh, look around the vehicle. Uh, couldn't drive it, but you could touch and feel everything else. And uh, one of the uh, people, actually Brooks uh, from Drag Times, Drag Times, got into one. And he uh, he answered a question that, that we had a question about, which was the turning radius of the yoke. Um, when the when you you know turn the wheel as hard as it can go, um, how many times does the uh, the the the, the I guess the rectangle flip around itself. Same as today. <laughs> and it is. It's exactly the same. There's no special feeling to it. Uh, if you're driving, we've now heard uh, from others uh, that it's it's just it's just the regular wheel and it's been changed to this rectangle instead of a, a circle. I wonder if that was uh, to appease the regulators. like Because if it's literally just a square wheel like the 50s and 60s, it's like, hey, you approved all of these, and ours don't even have any sharp corners on it. <laughs> right. And then maybe at that point, they can then do the drive-by-wire or something and, and, and make that better on a future release. Right. Yeah, you can expect that. This is a new vehicle. There's going to be updates that are going to add features and functionality for the next couple of years, definitely. Yeah. So, Track uh, mode improvements just... and other things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so at this point... Uh, keep in mind that, uh, you know, again, depending on how and how often do you really spin the wheel to its full max? Not that often. Uh, maybe when you're making a, a three point turn right. or something along that line. Uh, but um, it is something to keep in mind. Um, and and now you can just stick your the, finger in a corner. And... <laughs> yeah, it's got a built-in yeah. built nub. <laughs> uh, one of the owners was interviewed, and he had a technique of he keeps the steering set to comfort, and then he just kind of palms it. Sometimes he'll do the handover just because it's habit. Mm -hmm. And there was another uh, video of somebody uh, that just got the vehicle, and uh, when they were doing it around a corner, uh, they inadvertently hit the horn uh, yeah. tap button. Um, so... You know, I, I'm not saying that that's that's surprising. Uh, it's a new it's a new piece of hardware, and people are yeah. used to the uh, circle and have been forever. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a bit of a learning curve uh, for everybody because, of course, not only is the wheel different, but the controls on the wheel are different than what people are used to. Especially a, a horn being a button near your thumb um, yeah. is is a little bit different than than anything else. The turn signals, uh, the autopilot uh, engagement. Uh, is a little bit different as well. So there's there's some things that you're going to have to change your muscle memory uh, with. Uh, but uh, with, like other things with Tesla, looking at your speedometer uh, in say a three or Y, that changed pretty quickly for myself when I got the car. Yeah, I was happy to see how uh, well the the uh, beta for the guess your direction feature uh, worked 
as well as um no, that was mostly it. Uh, there was another point I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a huge backlash against the not a yoke, then Tesla can come out with a regular round one. And they, the fact that we saw them test it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But the, the, the problem with that one is it, it does. Uh, Elon made the point about how open the cabin feels and how you don't have to uh, do the, the look yeah. between the spokes or you don't have to set the wheel to where it's uncomfortable or suboptimal. So that you can see through the spokes. So, yeah, better binnacle view with that, definitely. Yeah. But but if if you hate it for other reasons that that you might be willing to to look around it to see the binnacle, just so you don't hit your horn all the time, or or that you don't have well get the, confused the, or tangled the only, or. The only difference between the two is how much is at the top. So yeah. you'll still be hitting the horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're not getting the stock back if you switch to the uh, the round steering wheel. That's true. So, and the center yeah. is just a airbag. Uh, I was happy with the horn uh, that if you panic and smash the right-hand side of the wheel, um, if you hit all the buttons or enough of them, it will still sound the horn. Oh. <laughs> or, or it's a factory reset, one or the other. <laughs> well, if, you, if, you, if you hold the wheels, yeah. yeah. But um, you don't have to... You don't have to uh, uh, oh, shoot, watch out. Oh, my, oh, gotcha. Yeah. In an emergency situation, you just want to be able to slam and... yeah. <laughs> Stop backing up. Don't you hit me! <laughs> Another uh, new feature, of course, that's unique uh, to the Plaid is the auto shift. And uh, a number of people uh, looked at that. And, uh, of course, uh, its ability uh, to determine which way you're going based on what's blocked uh, in front mm -hmm. of the car. If, for example, if your car's sitting in front of your garage and there's a solid wall or door in front of you, uh, it's going to assume that when you get into the car, you're going to want to reverse out. Um, yeah, and then, of course, sense. the, the other human. ways to... Um, I guess uh, if the car was to make a wrong decision for whatever reason, uh, you can, uh, on the main screen, uh, you can swipe up or swipe down uh, on the far left-hand side of the screen uh, to indicate that you want to change uh, the gear direction. And also, uh, there are uh, buttons uh, with uh, symbols that light up showing park, reverse, uh, drive, uh, down below the the chargers uh, for the uh, phones at the front. Right. So if it guesses wrong and your screen is out, you still have an option to change it yourself if you want to. Right. Exactly. And then and then the the beauty of the way it goes is that uh, it doesn't add any time if it's wrong because you still need to shift, which you would have to do if you had a stock anyway. And mm -hmm. the screen is right here, so you would already need to make that motion anyway to the stock. So it it works out, but. Um, before you even get started, you know which direction the car is going to go because it says push brake to go forward, push brake to go back, and you have to push the brake to turn it on anyway. So mm -hmm. you're good to go. Yep. And another new feature in this vehicle is, of course, the infotainment system, and it's it's huge power. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, a, a PS5 equivalent gaming um, platform is what we were told uh, during the presentation. And uh, and they were playing. Uh, what's that game uh, with the motorcycle? Cyber. Oh, cyber cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Cyber cyberpunk. Yeah. Yes. Was uh, being played uh, in the example, and uh, some uh, some people at the event uh, even caught on that there was a a Tesla custom controller. And uh, not sure if this is going to be a real thing or not. Uh, actually, we can show you the photo that uh, we got from the event. Yeah, and the photo I saw, it looked kind of uh, 3D printed. So uh, this might be just a, a prototype or uh, a mock-up they made. Maybe not. It looks a little bit like the Nadia um, controller. Where is that thing at? It looks like the yoke. <laughs> yes, I think they definitely wanted that, that same look and feel as the yoke. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if uh, this is going to be a thing or not. Uh, no one said anything about it uh, besides someone uh, grabbing a picture when they saw uh, the demonstrator using uh, this device. So it's this may be in, a thing. It may not be a thing. It's not in the car of the guy who had it yet. He was using a, um, uh, a Xbox controller, and then he tried a PlayStation 5, which didn't work hmm. on, on his interview. Yeah, I really hope it is a thing, and that they make a, a spot that it 
sits really well, like below the screen in the back and, and then I don't know where, uh, maybe behind the screen in the front or somewhere. It would be really cool if they did make these and uh, tuck them away in a, a spot that fit it perfectly and would hold it during that massive, crazy acceleration. <laughs> an accessory idea. Oh, I see what you mean about looks like a steering wheel at the bottom. I never did catch that contrast piece there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another uh, Nikki at Transport Evolved was uh, was did a uh, did an episode on it, and she brought up some good points about all of the people complaining about tradition and blah blah blah. All of this stuff that people are talking about is like thirty years old or less. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we used to have wild shaped steering wheels. All the controls are all over the place, and now they're back all over the place. Now we've got shift by wire, and uh, the stocks weren't always the same. The headlight switches were different. And in fact. Even as far back as the Model T, it had three pedals, but the three pedals weren't get gas, brake, and clutch. So, mm. well, yeah, you, yeah. You've, it, go ahead, Patrick. Uh, even in the um, Tesla's lineup of cars, the stocks have changed what they are mm -hmm. and where they're at. And uh, if you were moving between two of them, oh no, this one's on the left, or no, that one's on the right for an autopilot. That's autopilot. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. They've moved autopilot <laughs> all over the place. So, yeah, and cruise control even. There, yeah, exactly, and that's been around for a long time. And so there's there, there's no standard. Uh, so be innovative and come up with something better, and and maybe that'll become the new standard because everybody will want to do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Another item of interest uh, that we found out was that the uh, twelve volt battery is now lithium ion uh, like in that. the S, and uh, that is a it's a big plus uh, for some because of course. We've learned over time that uh, S's and, and 3's uh, even uh, seem to burn through the the uh, batteries a little bit faster uh, than a regular Model X. in some cases. <laughs> Patrick and I can tell you about that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, the leaf. on wood, have not had that happen years. to my 3 yet uh, after 3 years, 3 plus years. Oh, wow. nice. But um, you guys uh, have had some experience with having to change batteries. I did one on the S just because that was when they still had a maintenance schedule. And then I did one on the X because it warned me it was going to die. Um, what I like about this is even though it's supposed to last the life of the main pack, it still looks like it's very easy for a technician to get to and replace. Mm -hmm. It's like two screws and a connector. And then the same for if you, for some reason, need to jump the car. Uh, it looks like you disconnect it from the car, you jump it through its lead, and then you put it back in. At least that's how it was demonstrated by. I think Brooks demonstrated that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's about time. Um, it's uh, we we don't need more lead <laughs> out there. Right. And uh, it's it's lighter. Uh, there's no reason to be hauling that thing around all the time. And uh, especially when in a gas car, you need it for the starter. And you don't need it in in an electric vehicle for that, so um, the demands are are smaller. And yet, um, because you don't have that alternator running all the time charging it, then that's why we have this shortened life. So th this is the perfect solution, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's going to last the the, the life of the vehicle, uh, and and it's uh, a lower toxin uh, and it's and smaller, lighter weight. Uh, there's I see no downside other than I can't go to, you know, uh, AutoZone and buy one. O'Reilly's is going to, you know, maybe they'll start carrying these. <laughs> well, you know, over over time, once it become popular, once the yeah. once Tesla rolls it out to all the vehicles, hopefully uh, others will jump on board as well. So yeah. I, I think once we you're right, Model 3, out of the gate, out of the gate, it's going to be Tesla or nowhere. Yeah, I think I think yeah. once we see the Model Three and Model Next, uh, it will start to appear elsewhere and maybe through suppliers. But uh, you bring up a good point, Patrick. It's it's better suited to the load. Uh, that, that the car places on it. Uh, it, can, it can go deeper for the deep cycling and uh, and then the voltage is actually, I think what they say, 15 or 16 volts. So it actually matches mm. what the car is actually expecting. And it, it, it's just a good choice. And last but not least, uh, we were told uh, about this on stage as well. And this was about the carbon wrap on the uh, motor rotor. Yeah, because we've got a we've got a motor now that's uh, tops out at what is it twenty thousand RPM? Right, twenty thousand plus. They're they've definitely hinted that there uh, might be some uh, software updates to jack that up even faster. And you know they're going to do the same thing on the Roadster. 
and uh, th that's it's probably going to be a, a little more a little faster over there. Uh, yeah, I did so... go through the parts catalog and found that the front motor is still a small sized motor. I don't know if it's permanent or AC, uh, but uh, if it's AC, then it's probably based on the Model Three because that motor used to be our permanent motor on on the legacy cars. But the, uh, the the carbon that that seems really cool, I mean, especially when once you compare it to the steel, and then like they were talking about the way that the uh, magnetism works through it, mm -hmm. the fact that it doesn't transfer transfer any heat, or just say it doesn't block any heat, it doesn't it doesn't accept any heat to itself? It was so thin. Right, and uh, the um, copper under it is uh, under compression. So uh, that that helps keep it from expanding, uh, which is just so. One of the things that I've said in the past, and and this is just proof of how wrong I was, and and, and I'm happy to be wrong, was that uh, the the batteries are really the most important thing, and 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 they still are super important. But yeah. uh, I, I was like, electric motors are 95 percent efficient. There's really no uh, significant gains to be uh, gotten there, and and the effort really needs to be more on battery tech. And uh, well, uh, here's proof that you can make a better motor, and uh, uh, it's incredibly powerful. The strength to weight ratio or power to weight ratio is incredible, and uh, you get this great performance out of it. So uh, yeah, there's uh, there's. It doesn't have to be one or the other. They can improve both, and they are. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it still fits in the space of the original. I'm looking at it now. I'm thinking, you know, that that same T shape is the same shape as the original large large rear motor. Is you know, it had that. Um, I'm guessing the gear gearbox out front, and then the inverter off to the left, and then the motor off to the right. And now you've just got uh, two motors <laughs> off to the left and the right. <laughs> Yeah, Very so this cool. this photo was taken, and the motors basically face each other, and apparently the casting in the middle, it's sharing the uh, the oil for the gears. Um, it's so it it does share some resources, but they are two separate motors facing each other. That's the way the white zombie did it, and uh, I know I bring this up every now and then, but uh, that white zombie was a homemade vehicle, and he was able to uh, get zero to 60 in less than two seconds. And I saw that in, I don't know, 2011. And uh, I was like, why, why doesn't Tesla make a vehicle that's that fast? If, if this guy can do it in his garage, uh, why can't Tesla do it? And well, yeah. now they have. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I can pull up a copy of that, uh, that parts catalog here. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh Lots of stuff is still coming out, um, and we've got a few more stories to touch upon. In fact, the, the next story uh, Casey's got about uh, about Jay Leno and the plaid. Yes. So Jay Leno, uh, as we heard uh, leak earlier, had uh, some seat time with the uh, with the with the plaid, and uh, he managed to set himself a new record. Uh, what did they say he got? Uh, Nine point two four seven seconds on the quarter mile. And uh, did they catch his speed? They did not. But he was he was so happy. He's like, you know, you, you could spend two point five million on a Bugatti, a million on a Ferrari, or you could spend one hundred and thirty grand on this. <laughs> and, uh, then they got him later on uh, on uh, what was it? Uh, one of the news shows they were interviewing him, and and he was just gushing gushing like a kid. It was it was cool to see. Yeah, so for yeah. all those people out there saying that the, 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 the plaid is so expensive, I can't believe how much it costs, you're comparing it to the wrong thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody nobody's weighing the Toyota Corolla and the plaid on the same scale. Uh, and when you're talking about a car that uh, does, uh, you know, under nine se or nine seconds uh, in the quarter, quarter mile, mile. Uh -huh. uh, you know, you're in a pretty elite uh, automobile at that point, and the cost uh, is also there as well. Which yeah, the plaid motor assembly. Right, there and we this go. is it's got two uh, heat exchangers. <laughs> uh, where was the oil uh, situation there? It's also a lot cheaper than I expected to replace the motor. Uh, you know, it's, uh, so it's got one oil pump, like you said, and uh, hmm. the whole thing is only nine, nine, eighty, ninety, eighty. <laughs> of course, it's a Tesla. Nine thousand dollars, <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not going to let you just buy one for your uh, hobby project, <laughs> which is too bad. <laughs> I need this for Zombie 2. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. to replace. I'm looking to upgrade my Model 3 motor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, back to the Jay Leno story, of course. Uh, he's doing this for um, Jay Leno's Garage. There's going to yes. be an episode this fall. Uh, it hasn't been announced when, but obviously when they roll the season, it'll be in there. And uh, the, the thing that I found funny with the interview is that uh, he said to the interviewer, yeah, I had the air conditioning on. <laughs> so, so there he is sitting in a four-door sedan with his uh, racing helmet on and the AC running. And he uh, sets, uh, you know, a, a, a track record uh, with the car. Yeah. And he also the said that, back. He also said that when they got when they got back to the tree, which, of course, is where the lights are to signal when to start. Um, he said the birds that were resting on it when he left were still there. Yeah. So said, normally, uh, unlike uh, traditional yeah. ice cars that, uh, you know, have ungodly noises, uh, the birds didn't even notice that the car was <laughs> racing. Uh, they just hung around and uh, stayed on the tree all the time. Yeah. It didn't scare them off. So that That's was pretty funny. cool. Yeah. More planets. With that, uh, on to the <laughs> next story. And uh, this one is, again, about the Plaid. Uh, Unplugged Performance, which you'll know, is the uh, group of modifiers that actually have a shop uh, right beside the Hawthorne Design Studio in the same group of buildings. Um, and actually, they're, they've had some collaboration with Tesla since the beginning. Uh, at this point, I believe they're an authorized modifier, uh, yep. which Tesla doesn't have many of them. In fact, they may be the only one. Uh, but, and a body uh, shop, too. Unplugged uh, ordered a plaid, obviously, to get it uh, day one. And mm -hmm. uh, as soon as the after the delivery event happened, I guess uh, they rolled it from where it was given uh, down to uh, L.A. and uh, got it set up uh, in the morning. And they were sharing some photos of it as it came off uh, their truck uh, at Laguna Seca. So you can guess what they were going to do. Is, uh, <laughs> they, of course, are going to uh, race it. And here's a couple shots of that vehicle. So Ooh. they've had it already set to go. The graphics were ready. They did a plaid uh, graphic on the car. And this thing looks mean. They're going to make sure that Jay Leno doesn't keep any records for very long. <laughs> exactly. So on, on, on this right here, what are those... Uh... Are those jack stands? Or are they built in those the are, car? Those are jack stands that I believe travel with the car. Okay. So they can just huh. uh, plug in an air hose and it jacks all four wheels off the ground immediately. Oh, so it's, it's built into the car. That's cool. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's unplugged performance uh, addition. I don't think it comes from Tesla that way. No, right, right. You're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah there's no and neither does that it. whale tail that is about the <laughs> right. size of a whale. <laughs> that is huge. <laughs> It's still so weird to see those chrome tees when everything else. And is of course, these are not Tesla rims. Uh, these no. are these are custom rims that will handle a track. And a red brake caliper. And a red brake caliper, exactly. Red brake caliper which, with uh, which we noticed wheels. there were no red brake calipers on delivery night. Right. You could buy it at Unplugged Performance, most likely. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, I, I like did see the that on there. Their badge is taller than the other one that we saw on the. And if uh, you're curious of if the whale tail is uh, strong, <laughs> we've got uh, an unplugged performance uh, person just resting up for the big race. Yeah, that has to be strong. It's going to be taking a lot of uh, force. It, it yeah. can't just be held on with duct tape. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, their their plaid badge uh, is is bigger than the uh, hmm. than the than the one that we saw that night. Let me share my screen here. Uh, it might be another uh, thing they're offering. If you really want to make sure people know your plaid. Oh, that one even has right. the word. Oh, it has they the word, the word yeah. and the badge. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be like serial number two or something. <laughs> but that is so much taller than the ones that we showed and looks easier to clean. And then, then the plaid wording. Nice. That might be a sticker, that one. Maybe. Might be a sticker. I'd, I'd, I'd do it that way. But uh, took it to Pikes Peak, and we're doing some laps around the track, uh, breaking some records. And yes. they did Pikes announce that. Peak or Laguna Seca? Laguna Seca. Yeah, Laguna Seca. And okay. uh, they did also announce that uh, they're prepping for Pikes Peak. 
So oh. uh, this vehicle is going there as well. So awesome. uh, yeah, so now we've got you know the the uh, the top of the line Tesla with uh, the new uh, tech for uh, keeping the car cool, the extended expanded size radiators, uh, so that uh, racing should be a lot easier uh, for people that are going to use it for that purpose because. Uh, Tesla certainly understood uh, from taking these or seeing people take these cars to the track. And of course, some of their own testing in Ber in uh, Germany that yep. uh, they knew that the car needed some modifications in order to hold speeds over multiple laps, uh, which the original S was unable to do. Right. Yeah. Nurburgring, uh, the green hell killed it. Uh, yep. yep. Dude, I, I, I got mine to throttle on the uh, little practice track that I took it to in North Carolina. <laughs> That's right. You tell the story where it uh, it backed off at one point for you uh, doing multiple laps. Yeah. Uh, so I was yeah. on one turn leaning into it and it's like, no, you're done. And then I get to the next <laughs> turn. It's like, oh, here you go. You can do it again. I was like, all right. And I did. And then, then it was like, no, nah, I need again. to cool up a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this car break some records. And of course, uh, Pike's Peak, hopefully uh, this one will be able to keep it on the road. Uh, yep. And another story is that uh, at Laguna Seca, I guess the uh, driver, I believe his name is Randy, uh, right. had had indicated that uh, he can't do the yoke steering wheel. He did uh, he did three or four laps. Said we got to take this off and put on a, a standard uh, round one, and oh, wow. uh, and they did so. And uh, well, you know that makes sense though. The guy the guy is used to racing with a round wheel. What are you going right. to do? Try go for track record uh, with something that feels you know, foreign to you? No way. Right. You change back to whatever uh, is easiest for you as a driver to handle. He probably would have been all right if it was a real yoke. Yeah, if it was a real racing yoke. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, the with that combined with uh, with with Tesla, with the uh, Musk said they were probably going to go back to the to the green hell. It'd be nice to see how it does around the green. Mm-hmm. Uh, so had, yeah, we had so, a lot of people who saw the Laguna Seca run and were making excuses for gas cars. They were like, uh, yeah, they let him pass. Uh, oh, it's not that fast. Oh, it can't <laughs> corner. It's like, what do you mean it can't corner? This is like the same thing when people tell me you can't travel in it and I'm in the middle of a thousand mile trip. It's like, what right. do you mean I can't travel with it? Here I am. Do I snap my fingers and get here? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Casey's got the fleet of they... trucks that he uses to transport his Tesla around. We know that. Sure. Right. The, the superchargers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loaded uh, Knight Rider style. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I've got an 18 wheeler that travels with me across the country. Oh, that would with work. That... An autonomous Tesla semi. That's right. No, that, <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that's coming too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's a interesting segment uh, that uh, we noticed uh, this week in in news. And of course, if you want to follow the news throughout the week, please connect with us on our Twitter feed at the Tesla Life and on our Facebook feed the Tesla life numeral one. And uh, we thank Patrick here for monitoring that uh, for us. And uh, this week we found uh, that guess what? Another environmental group at Giga Berlin is complaining and wants the government to shut down Tesla over the new battery plant that Tesla has applied to put in place at Giga Berlin. They feel that uh, the uh, the battery plant uh, is going to uh, have all this this uh, uh, industrial waste uh, that will be uh, just dumped apparently uh, when Tesla's making these batteries, and uh, they're opposed for it to even open. Um, I don't know what these Germans are doing. Like like an environmental group. Uh, are they over at BMW complaining that they're they're pumping out millions of cars a year? I wonder if it's really an environmental group or if it's an astroturf group. It probably is True. an astroturf. I mean, because even even if they really were concerned about all this stuff, all you have to do is look at Tesla's other battery factories and see that they're not doing these things. To to the the concerns they raise are they don't seem based in reality. And at the same time, the product does complete the mission for both Tesla and for these people. Uh, unless there are some of these people who are like, only buses. Buses are the only things that work. Uh, and in that case, you, you know, you, your purity test is too strong. 
Yeah, if you drove to the protest in a diesel vehicle, yes. you can just shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would have been excellent, following them back to their cars. Yeah. <laughs> Put them on blast. Hey, no more protesting for you. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, hip-o-crit. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, we've uh, we've seen uh, with Giga Berlin that uh, there has been opposition, stiff opposition at some points, uh, for getting this plant operational, and uh, it's looking uh, it's looking like that's still not going to stop. There are going to be people that are going to be trying to stop this all the way up into the point where they uh, throw the line active. It looks like, and maybe even beyond that point as Tesla expands or push it forward uh, with maybe higher volumes. So uh, uh, I hope uh, the Tesla lawyer group is ready for this type of thing now that they've seen that uh, clearly this is not going to stop. At least they didn't set the cardboard force on fire again. Yeah, yeah, the cardboard <laughs> force survived this time. So, so uh, some, of the, some of the comments on the article uh, says, uh, I've read through the Nebu homepage, and if you search Daimler, their first hit is Prime Minister visits Daimler and Nebu Biodiversity Project. Uh, if you see the three of them planning a tree together. So Nebu are really cozy with German auto and the German government. Probably a lot of funding going on there, he alleges. Uh, no mention of poisonous gases in regard to the German auto industry. Tesla probably did not pay to bribe Nebu. And uh, as Nebu asks, so they are being seriously uh, PO'd and obstructing all the way. Uh, another commenter agrees that Nebu is the most hated so-called environmental group in Germany right now, and they totally deserve it. Uh, then there's mm. an ad, and then a bunch of people confirm Nebu and German auto industry are in cahoots, typically. Hmm. Interesting. Allegedly. So we'll we'll have to continue to follow this, but uh, it is interesting news. Uh, we're hoping, obviously, that uh, Tesla gets the German factory online uh, this uh, this fall, as promised. Um, I'm thinking that for my own personal reasons. <laughs> you want to win the bet that's what it is <laughs> could be part of it could be part of it but uh we'll have to see if anything changes there but uh on to our next story another country uh patrick's got something about india that is right <clears throat> so this is from drive tesla canada tesla model 3 spotted testing in india ahead of official launch so there is a blue Model 3 that Tesla fans have spotted driving around in Pune. And that is a city about two and a half hours east of Mumbai. So west central India. And uh, Mumbai is where Tesla is going to open at, uh, at least a, a showroom space. And uh, they've already have incorporated under the name Tesla India Motors and Energy Private Limited uh, earlier this year. So there's uh, definitely some, uh, some uh, activity happening in India. And uh, if you're in India and you've been waiting for a Tesla, you uh, don't have to wait a whole lot longer. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something that uh, we actually get questioned a lot on our Twitter feed. We have a number of groups uh, from India that follow us, and, and that's a question that comes up often. When is Tesla arriving in 2021? Well, here's in some news. India. It looks like uh, they are doing some testing. So uh, yeah. like Patrick says, uh, hopefully it won't be too much longer. Uh, Tesla has stated that it will happen in 2021 without putting a date on it. Right. They're also expected to have showrooms in Delhi and Bengaluru. So uh, they're they're definitely coming to India. And th that's going to be a lot more um, autopilot data they're collecting because uh, they're going to need that. Uh, <laughs> if, if they want to be able to have uh, full self-driving worldwide, they're going to need to know how every continent behaves, <laughs> every country, every city. So Some those engineers have got that uh, the icon of the cow walking across the road instead of the person, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> Some of my Indian viewers have said it's going to be an extreme challenge there. It's not just uh, in movies and old photographs. So yep. it'll be fun to, to watch that develop. I wonder if the Model 3 is really the biggest that you can really expect there, because even their trucks aren't all that wide. So hmm. a Model S or X might be, aside from being expensive, might be depending on the tax situation and the import duties and such. Uh, it might be the, the largest we see there for a little while. I know that some of my Indian friends uh, 
absolutely hate the way that people drive in India. And uh, if 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 people start buying Teslas there, maybe they're going to say, hey, these lane lines, they actually mean something. And you better not get so close to my car. <laughs> so maybe the uh, maybe the laws will get uh, enforced and, and things will change. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm wishful thinking, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think I think it's probably better to buy the Cybertruck in India, to be frank. <laughs> right, if they dent it's into you, it. whatever. Hey, no yeah, problem. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that would work. It's still smaller than their trucks. Their big trucks, so it would be fine. <clears throat> the big trucks, yeah. Good luck parking it, though. <laughs> uh, another story. Great news for Europeans who are looking to get the Model Y. Tesla has announced that they will be delivering the Model Y in Europe this fall. And uh, that's made a number of European reservation holders quite happy. And, of course, you're asking, hey, Mark, have you already run, won that bet about Tesla Berlin pushing out Ys? No, not quite. <laughs> These are going to be Model Ys that will be made in Shanghai and shipped to Europe. I win. Like they did with that <laughs> SR Plus uh, a while ago. So uh, it looks like uh, Europe is going to be getting some MIC Model Ys, made in China Model Ys. So, <laughs> uh, for those who are just catching on, uh, we have a uh, gentleman's agreement that uh, the Terra Texas will either be first or Giga Berlin. And I said that there will be yet another phase of uh, Giga Shanghai. Out cars Casey's going to pick up on that win. Absolutely. Um, so this fall, they're coming. And mm -hmm. uh, the, could this be because Tesla knows there's going to be a little bit of a slowdown in Berlin? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, of course, they know the full picture as to how fast it's going to kick up and start running. And uh, mm -hmm. maybe this is, uh, this is an idea to cash in on some European reservation holders that are chomping at the bit to get the car. And why not? If uh, if Shanghai can produce them uh, and it's not causing uh, holes anywhere else in the system that they're required to go, then then pushing out uh, more for Europe makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. I think that they just had some extra capacity and were doing it because uh, the order, the... Um, the configurator opened up in 2019 and so these folks have been patiently waiting for their cars for two years now so uh, even even if you could sell them in china you know just make a batch in china and ship it back to europe the the shipping is cheaper than having to do the logistics from from california and and you get some some folks a little bit happier to finally uh get that which get their, which get their hands for. on the vehicle absolutely yeah, yeah. they're gonna need more factories though uh yes. yep so uh yeah we've they've got these two coming now and uh so where are they going to announce the next one it'll be interesting to see like i said it needs one for every continent so that's uh, mm -hmm. six probably not antarctica but right. yeah because <laughs> you, you don't need antarctica um and and speaking of whys at factories yeah here is patrick's favorite place in texas that's right got a model y body partially assembled has been it almost looks placed uh so that it can be drone bait uh for uh all the it drones flying over terra texas yeah i'm it, still curious and and i'd have to say there, yeah. it is bait because take a look at the the floor of where it sits as well as the floors above it they're basically empty there is no machinery that is building this car and it's being placed. It's, it's actually being put on some sort of a rolling cart and put out here and dropped. So a drone can capture it from the outside. And, and dropped <laughs> literally, because it doesn't have any wheels or axles and uh, <laughs> the front end is halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm or is it coming out of this boring tunnel that's right here? Bugs <laughs> Bunny kicked it up there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bugs that... Bunny. Took that wrong term at Albuquerque, of course, <laughs> right. and has I'm now curious. popped out in in uh, Austin. I'm curious what that uh, track is up there next to the car, the painted track. Yeah, the painted oh, track. Yeah. yeah, that of course is a is a uh, drone landing spot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that might be uh, for some ro robots up. to follow, or yeah. uh, or it could so. be wet wheels from a car that's in there. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> right, right. Very well could be. Because they are close enough to be. Yeah. I'm curious um, if if they will do anything further with Nevada or uh, New York Gigafactories. I mean, yeah. neither of them is exactly finished, but they're both doing mad work. So <laughs> that's, that's what I had said previously is I would hope that they would use uh, Gigafactory Buffalo to put a line in of something that's low low volume. You know, like like, yeah. like the semi, uh, which will start off as low volume, but uh, wouldn't it be nice for the residents of New York State to have a, a line of uh, semis that are produced there? I think that would be fantastic, and of Roadster. course, build upon the agreement <laughs> that they already have with New York State. Uh, I mm-hmm. realize that they don't have batteries there yet; uh, they would have to be shipped or build your own battery factory there as well. But uh, yeah. I think uh, I think giving uh, the people of New York uh, who have agreed uh, to some tax cuts for Tesla to come in, I think uh, that would be a great tool to go back to the governor and say, we'd like to expand this. What yeah, can we do? Right now it seems to be dedicated to Tesla energy and superchargers. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's not, not, it's not unused. It just looks like they could do more with it. And then it's underutilized. We believe exactly. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe they'll hit some breakthrough with the solar roof, and then they'll be expanding just on on energy. Could be, yeah. Could be as that gets bigger. Casey, speaking yeah. of electricity, what uh, story have you got for us? I got one. I got one. You got a picture for me? So our friend, I can bring at, that picture up at uh, Tesla Korea, South Korea, obviously uh, have received an email about their uh, testing status of the CCS adapter for uh, South Korea, which happens to use the same port and electricity as we do here in the States. So uh, the North American CCS adapter. And Canada, yes. The North American uh, CCS adapter may not be uh, far behind, hopefully. Um, they, they also are part of, part of um, half of Japan. <laughs> the Japanese uh, Teslas have the same port, but uh, half of them are 50 hertz and half of them are 60 hertz. Hmm. Which is That's got to be messy. It, it's incredibly messy. It's also why uh, after the uh, nuclear meltdown, it took them so long to, to get some stuff back online because some parts come from the US, some parts come from UK. <laughs> and they, they have to go in the right place or, or you make an even bigger problem than you had started with. Uh, so, so, so what we're but, looking at here is the actual adapter, CCS side over yeah. here, yeah. and of course Tesla side over here. Yep, and it's a lot less bulky than the Chatamo adapter. And uh, yeah. the the email that they accompanied came with a discount on the Chatamo adapter because this product here is, while it's approved now, it's still running late. So, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that they might not have as much supercharger coverage there to the point where uh, that they would even bother making a, a discount and making sure to rush this through. So it'll be interesting to watch and, and hopefully we also benefit from this. And Absolutely. It'll hopefully be you don't need great to get into newer. the market here in North America. I know many people that would uh, buy this immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in, in the UK to get it, or I guess Europe in general, in Europe to get, to get it, um, any model three uh, is CCS there. And the, Raven Model S and Model X have have to go in for a uh, service, and then after the service, you can no longer use Chatamo. But uh, it seems a little odd that they would be still selling the Chatamo and giving you a discount on it if 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 then later on when they deliver your CCS, if your Chatamo wouldn't work anymore. So I'm hoping that means that the U.S. and Japan, uh, Japanese and uh, Korean. Uh, adapter is different than the European one because of that. And I think that has something to do with the way that the Type 2 is set up. Uh, Type 2 can take DC on two pins, whereas J1772 is not set up for that. It's AC only. That's why they have the, the lugs. Or if it can and speaking take DC, of, it can take high DC. Go ahead. Speaking of superchargers and charging, Patrick's yeah. got our last story uh, with a request. That is right. So uh, Tesla, this is from Tesla Roddy. Tesla urged by German minister to unlock supercharging for all EVs. And um, we know that Tesla is open to this idea. 
because um, uh, MKBHD asked Elon about it on Twitter last year, and uh, Musk responded and said that uh, there is some low-key efforts going on and that superchargers are being made accessible to other EVs. So uh, as we all know, Tesla has an incredible supercharging network. And if you want to have an EV as your only car, you have to have a vast, dependable um, way to fast charge. And uh, right now, there's nothing that can compete with Tesla. And um, so some Tesla fans are like, hey, this is a horrible idea. If you open it up, then uh, we lose our advantage or we'll have to wait in line or, or, or whatever. And um, uh, I'm on the other side and, and saying that uh, if they can open this up and it makes more people drive EVs, Tesla or otherwise, that's great for all of us. Um, that's, that's any electric mile is a good mile, get more gas cars off the road. And uh, that's Tesla's mission, right? Uh, the te Tesla's mission is not to make sure every car sold is a Tesla. Their mission is to make sure that every car sold is electric. And uh, so opening up the supercharging network uh, meet, fits with that. And um, there are some things you would need to work out, like how are these other vehicles going to pay? So maybe they only open it up to vehicles that support uh, the uh, plug and charge standard, uh, where you have to pre-register everything. And then when you get to the station, you just plug in. It uh, verifies your account, it verifies your status, it, it knows that it can charge you, you have a credit card on file or whatever, and then it becomes just like a, a Tesla where you just pull up, plug in, and it's easy peasy. Uh, unlike some of the stations today where you have to tap a fob or load an app or scan a QR code and they may or may not work and the touchscreen there may or may not work and you may or may not get cell signal, um, it's, it's a pain. Uh, I, drove a non-Tesla EV for many years, and it's a pain. Uh, so this is uh, what's happening, and it looks like Germany might be the first place where this rolls out, but uh, I'm sure it won't be the last. And, and the, the gatekeepers, they, they, they need to tone it down. Uh, yes, in some places, like in California, where it's uh, a little bit oversubscribed, that would be uncomfortable, but... Um, they're going to build more superchargers. They've proven it. They've been, when you look at 2012 with zero superchargers, and then today with over 25,000 superchargers, it's, <laughs> they're not sitting still. Uh, right. And that was taking most of 2019 off because they were working yeah. on V3. And they've still done an incredible amount in just uh, less than 10 years. Four V3s opened up uh, within an hour's drive of me in the last two months. <laughs> and, and we went hurting for superchargers. I did notice over this past year and a half or so that the pictures of crowded superchargers have really dropped off the map. Uh, yeah. That certainly could be partial the reason. It also could be that uh, not only builds, but the pandemic uh, stifled travel for a number of people. So, yeah. you know, I don't really know until we get back to a full normal. Uh, maybe next year we'll, we'll be able to see if, uh, if that, if all those superchargers in Southern California and Central and Northern California have stemmed the problem that, uh, and that's of course where the problem was. Uh, typically you would get uh, people traveling between LA and San Francisco that were having issues on the 101 or the five and uh, had to find, you know, uh, found lines. Uh, but um, if, you know, with all these other superchargers now open along uh, the five and the 101, uh, hopefully that problem has been alleviated. And and like you said, they're not stopping. So uh, being able to uh, start charging for the network to others uh, is just a natural. It's uh, as long as, you know, as long as the majority of people are covered anyways, uh, having those extra ones that are sitting there available to charge people is going to be a windfall for Tesla. And of course, for people that have electric cars, it's it's a big mm -hmm. win for them as well, because uh, now they picked up the network that uh, was always head and shoulders above the network that they had access to. So yeah. uh, combining both is a win for everybody in that way. Right. Yeah. And if those uh, other EV drivers help fund Tesla, that's great. If they help fund more supercharger deployments, that's great for everybody. So. Yeah, it's it's a win-win. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's not uh, just start throwing rocks at oh those other EVs. No, come on, let's be better than that. Yeah. 
But full then, disclosure, the three of us are not in Southern California. <laughs> so I do, I do have to mention that uh, when I go to a supercharger in my area, I'm typically the only one there. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I've never seen that type of use until I took a trip to California. And as soon as I hit the California border, I noticed there was a big difference in the use of superchargers. Yeah, yeah, I had to wait at Mount twice. Shasta, and I had to wait in LA. Yeah, I had to wait twice, and then uh, every other time has been close to waiting, but never had to wait. But uh, in 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 markets where they use the Tesla One connector, it'll be very easy. You make an adapter, and that adapter can be keyed to the account, and then just build that. But uh, in Germany and other EU uh, markets, I'm not sure. You might have to limit it to to, to cars with the with the plug-in charge standard because uh, anything else is is counter to the experience if you got to swipe a card or deal with an app. Yeah. Right. That would make so sense. Ho hopefully, they they take that into account if they get forced into, um, into 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 doing it. But hopefully, they they choose to do it and they do it right rather than having to be forced. Uh, well, yeah, and every car manufacturer should want to support that because it's such a better experience for their customers. Yeah. Yeah, the plug-in uh, charge and the Tesla network. Yeah, agreed. Um, and if you're still with us at this point in the show, please give us a thumbs up and a subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, that helps us out and supports the show. Uh, Casey, take a look at the chat room. Who do we got in there? Besides, we saw we heard about Hockey Day earlier. Who else is in there? We got Hockey Day, JT24. Oh, uh, JT, I'm going to say yeah. your name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Gook Wapanzi. And uh, I'm not even going to attempt that. And me. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So uh, with that, uh, we'll uh, move on to shout outs. And uh, Patrick, what have you got for us this week? Sure. Uh, I am with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at oeva.org. And I also blog occasionally at carswithcords.net right up here. You can check that out. Um, and both of those are helping to bring about a future free from fossil fuels. I thought we had him this week. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> he got it in. Good for him. <laughs> Very good. Casey, what do you got for us? I got uh, so far, I've published a couple of short videos uh, based on my travels uh, from Tesla cam. Uh, one uh, was a Carolina squat truck, and the other was a uh, little bit of zoom zoom from a uh, sports bike rider and a little bit of instant karma with a uh, convenient cop <laughs> showed right up to take care of that. And uh, and then I'm still working on the deep dive videos for the last three software updates. I'll probably start with the most recent one coming out and then work on the older ones as well as some scenic drives. And then hopefully Elon doesn't beat me uh, with a software update before I get one of them out there. <laughs> or actually, hopefully it does. That would be much more exciting. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of that, that squat truck. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Show it on stream. Show it on stream. Show it. There we go. Yeah, so you can find oh, that wow. at uh, youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was the weirdest example I've ever seen because it had, uh, I mean, sometimes they'll have different tires in the front and rear, but uh, usually they're kind of close. And no, that's not that's cheetah stance at all. <laughs> yeah, the opposite of the cheetah stance. Yes. <laughs> How to lose a drag race? Hands down, right. no problem. <laughs> Maybe go flying in a in a, in a, in a bad storm. <laughs> He's about to catch air. Right. <laughs> Oh man, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Ginger Billy asked, What are you trying to do with those headlights? Are you trying to see the squirrels in the trees at night? <laughs> that's all it would be doing is signaling planes. That's yeah. that's that's it for sure. Oh man, crazy. Well, so, uh, with that, uh, we'll wrap it up this evening. Uh we will say thanks to Mr. Lee Moon, who we use his music at start and finish. And uh we will catch you next week and find out you can find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Good night everyone. Have yourselves a great week. Bye everybody.
Stay positive. Test negative. Be safe.